Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey, world. How's it going? How's everybody doing tonight? Hopefully, um, most of you have a uh, long weekend ahead of you. I know uh, I only worked a few hours today. You guys were, were you guys both off? Nope. Yeah, I, well, kind of. I was off Thursday and Friday, but I took vacation days so I could have a five-day weekend. Did you uh, working on the deck, huh? Did you rent that sander? Yes. Cool. Well, before um, before we get uh, too deep into conversation here, um, Liz had a good idea that we kind of um, uh, highlight what we're going to cover for this week's show. Um, this is going to be a short a short show this week. We only have a few topics to cover. Everybody's been super busy, as I'm sure you'll hear about here shortly. It's been a busy week. Um, but in today's episode, um, we have an article about Space Force. So if you guys aren't familiar, the, the U.S. Space Force, uh, the new uh, government agency, they, uh, they, launched, uh, they had a launch um, on May 17th. Um, we're also going to talk about um, Google's uh, power, on their, their, their demand management for solar power versus you know, traditional power sources. And then we also have a story on, and this one's really cool. I think um, uh, this one, maybe we should save this one for last, guys. I think this one's probably got the yeah, most information really like in that. it um, about how an ex-Tesla engineer is going to uh, uh, re kind of revolutionize the the electric panel for um, you know residential houses. So I thought that one was really cool. So. Yeah, so that's uh, that's going to be our that's that's the three articles we have for today. Um, before we get into those, you know, we uh, like to start the stream and just kind of um, give everybody an update of what we've been up to since the last uh, episode. And uh, I think uh, it's been pretty busy. <laughs> I know, I know, uh, um, you know, I've been busy with work and things like that. Um, a lot of meetings and doing some training and trying to wrap some stuff up before, you know it probably is going to get crazy again with uh travel and things like that so darren what what about you what have you been up to the last two weeks oh you know just uh doing projects that i don't really need to be doing and giving myself <laughs> deadlines that that are unrealistic <laughs> nothing new if you know darren though yes yes i uh started uh digging out underneath for my uh patio then I started sanding my deck. Well, you know, we live in Southwest Ohio, so it rained five inches over the last three days. So, or well, four or five days now. But I went and rented a, a floor sander so I could sand my deck and get all the unevenness gone. And then, of course, right when I got home, it started to rain. So it kind of a was a fifty dollar loss that day. Uh. But I got a lot done today, and I just called them and told them I, I was going to keep it. But uh, Sunday and Monday are free, so I'll just keep it and take it back Tuesday. Gotcha. Nice. I, I'm sure that makes it way easier than having to – I mean, because power washing, it just isn't going to strip it the same way, right? Yeah. Well, uh, just because of where the, the wood – I mean, you guys know I get sun from – seven o'clock in the morning till five on my deck and it just dries that wood out so bad and it was cupped and every time the kids were out there they got a splinter yeah you just, and uh, uh so i just i went through and tightened all the screws down and then sanded everything down so it's nice flat even 
uh, deck again. Yeah, you can't have uh, dry wood, man. Yes, dry wood is the best. No, it's not. <laughs> you got to keep it lubricated. Nothing like opening patio eatery like two weeks of after two weeks of rain, Darren. Jeff said. <laughs> yeah, did you got that uh, that little video meme I sent you guys with the <clears throat> it said Ohio opens up uh, outdoor dining and it was just a video of uh, <laughs> the water coming down the steps. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. But but yeah, that's all I've been doing is working at work and then working at home cuz cuz somebody you... wants to have an event at my house and I need to get it ready for that. Oh, wow. Oh, you don't have to do We're not even going <laughs> to be on the deck. Man, uh, we're not even going to be on the deck. I know. I'm just giving you crap. Um How many square feet is your deck? Uh, right around a thousand. That's crazy, dude. And then, I mean, when I when I was building it, I was like, "This is bigger than my old house." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, when we actually put in a permanent pool, uh, I'm going to build another section to the deck, so that'll probably add another five six hundred square feet to the deck. Are you gonna do? Um, are you gonna do uh, uh, above ground? pool yeah yeah that way i mean i can't do an in the ground i have way too much um way too much rock and i just i don't want to spend that kind of money you know because you do an in-ground pool you're talking thirty forty thousand dollars you know you can you do it right yeah but you you can get a really really nice above ground pool that'll last a long time right oh yeah yeah the, i mean the one i'm looking at right now is like fifty five hundred dollars it's a they they the standard used to be 48 inches, then it went to 52. Now it's at 54 inches deep. So <laughs> we'll do a 24 by 54, and then it'll be... Um, oh, so it'll be a, a rectangle? No, it'll be a round, round, round pool. I have dynamite. Yeah, Jeff, yeah, Jeff so the, Jeff was talking about, he's a truck driver, so he's talking about how everybody going back to work and seeing all the, all the traffic increase, huh? Yes, the traffic has been not fun. So you said uh, 24 by 54? Yeah, 20, so 24, 20, 24 round. By 54 high. By 54 inches deep, yes. What's the one? Then, what size is the one you have now? Uh, it's a 24 by 52. Okay, so it's basically you'll go in the same spot, and then right. you'll just build a bigger deck around it? Right. That you way some, you can. it makes it easier to clean it and whatnot. Yeah, because you, you're going to do, like you said, four-foot deck all the way around? Uh, I will do another landing, which will be probably about three or four hundred square feet, and mm. then I'll do a, like a two or three foot. I'll probably do a three or four foot walkway all the way around the pool. Gotcha. And then that way, you know, that way it's easier to clean it, and you know, it just adds extra space that people can jump in or do whatever they want to do. Where were you going, Ashley? Aren't you supposed to be working today? Um, are you, uh, are you just restaining the deck or are you just putting clear on it? No, uh, I gave Elizabeth, uh, two, uh, pamphlets, I guess, of color choices. Oh no, Prob well, that was your first mistake. Well, I, I, I honestly don't care. I mean, honestly, I'd like to go with like a, some sort of a red or a gray. Mm-hmm because I don't want like a dark brown or anything like that because 
you know, if you go with those darker colors, they'll just hold in the heat. Yeah, it's true. We already get enough sun on there, and that deck's already hot enough. So I figure, uh, you know, I can't really do a transparent paint because I, I really because my my deck's pretty much gray right now. I mean, except for the places I've already cleaned. So yeah. I I was going to do more of the hundred percent coverage, more like the paint mm-hmm. stain that 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 way it'll be one color and then from there on out it'll be fine. Gotcha. Oh, you're dropping off uh lotion samples? Okay, okay. Puts the lotion on the skin, huh? <laughs> what do I, can I get a demonstration with that lotion? <laughs> Is the lotion for the dry decks? Yeah, for the dry wood. It's for the dry wood. It's for, for the, the dry, dry wood. wood. Yes. <laughs> All right, Matt. What about you, sir? How has your last two weeks been? Uh, last week was normal. Just, you know, going to work, being essential at all, you know, still rocking the baby face. Uh, finally had to put my glasses back on because my last pair of contacts just bit the dust. Are you waiting so I need to more? I need to make an appointment to renew my prescription. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and then Tuesday... Uh, you know, Darren's talking about all the rain we had here in Southwest Ohio, get home from work, um, go downstairs, just, Hey, let me check how my sump pump's doing. You know, there was, we, we have a shopping center nearby and they posted a picture to Facebook yeah. of like record level waters at the entrance, uh, from two big retention ponds. So, you know, that prompted me to, to check my sump pump and lo and behold, my sump pump failed on Tuesday. Uh, and it was not not an easy thing to deal with. Um, but luckily, these two guys right here completely came to my rescue, calmed me down, just made everything completely better, um, and spent like four hours at the house, helped me clean up and kind of getting things under control. So, yeah, I'll be dealing with that for, I don't know, I don't know how long for a while darren was on his knees the whole time yeah was soaking wet pants (laughs) you know it would have been really nice if somebody would have talked about or did a video on uh (laughs) on this thing called a pump spy and people would have adhered to that yeah but i mean that was like four days five (laughs) five days before i don't know less than a week it's like i'm sorry i jinxed you matt i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can blame it all on me <laughs> uh, well that's good so you got so they were there today and kind of tearing everything out did you get a hold of that contractor did he uh, get back to you uh i need to find out from my insurance company if they're going to make me use some preferred vendor in the area gotcha um and if they give me the green light to find my own contractor then i'll, I'll definitely be reaching out to him cool but i would I would almost guess anybody right now that does that line of work is going to be pretty busy. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, I assume the insurance company would want me to like drag out the claim longer than it needs to be. Right. Um, so I don't know if they can just go off of three bids and cut me a check to pay for that. I don't, I don't know how that would work. I I know Joe Joe Smoes is uh pretty good. 
if they if they cut out. yeah if they cut you a check then we'll just do it ourselves <laughs> <laughs> yeah that way you can get your your new tv out of it <laughs> because the materials for that drywall and the carpet and stuff aren't that much no yeah they're not yeah we'll have to nope. see how that that plays out so yeah um cool well you guys want to jump not not condoning insurance fraud at all right now. I mean, if they're going to give him a check, then right, you know, right. that's a different story. Not really a. And it will be based off of estimates, so not yeah. just you know pulling some number out of my butt. I mean, and even if we have, uh, if we do, I mean, it might be better to have somebody do the carpet just because stretching it and all that stuff is a pain in the butt. If they have to seam it, how what's the dimensions on that room? Is it bigger? Is it wider than twelve feet? Um, either uh, way. Yeah, I think so. Both ways are wider than twelve feet. Oh yeah, yeah. Did, did they pull up your tax strip? Uh, not yet. They going to? They uh, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, it'd probably be everything will be rusted and everything. So. Yep. Cool. Well, um, let's jump into these articles. Um, this first one here. So I thought this was interesting. I, I I seen this and put it on here and uh, was just going back through a little bit ago just to refresh myself. Um, so basically what Google is saying is that, you know, they have they're trying to make all of their data centers to where they only use renewable energy or at least offset what they're using with renewable energy in some way or shape or shape or form. Um, and I thought it was interesting because um, what they're proposing basically in this article is what they're talking about is um, especially with solar, like solar, you have, you get more solar during when the sun's out, right? So unless that energy is being stored in some kind of battery or something like that, it has to be used as it's being generated. Um, because most of it, from what they were saying is most of the solar in the U S is not currently stored. It just, it's, it's, it's hard to store it. I mean, I know, you know, Tesla's working on, um, you know they've done some things with uh, storage and what was it Australia that they were doing the the, the big uh, battery storage yeah, I think, bank yeah things. I think that's where that's at um, so basically that started paying off right away yeah I mean so basically what they were what they're proposing is that I mean you know how so Google for Google search it basically crawls the internet crawls like every web page and every website and it indexes basically the internet and so when you search for something that's how you find it. It's because they're they're going through an indexing. They've got algorithms and artificial intelligence and machine learning and all this craziness in the background that's doing all this. Well, um, what what they're what they're saying that they may do or they may start doing is um, when they're getting that that peak uh, renewable energy, like during the day when the sun's out or whatever, or you know for for wind, you know when there's wind driving the uh, windmills, they're going to kick up their services to be to use more power. So they're going to try to use as much power as they can as it's being yeah. generated. And then they'll decrease that power off hours, um, you know, during the night or whatever, um, when it's uh, more likely to use the grid or, or other non-renewable forms. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, diff definitely a different way to, to look, look at, at it. it. Mm -hmm. Now, how, how, how does that work? I'm, I guess this is just my me being naive is, you know, you have the world 
using Google for, well, you know, whatever search functions, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. are there these data centers that can react in real time all over the world or is it all going through the United States? Yeah. So they have data centers all over the world. Um, okay. Because it makes sense to ramp those up, you okay. know, in the U S when, Spell today. you know, um, everyone's pretty much awake and, you know, there's only a certain amount of, you know, change in time zone. But if you have to worry about other countries that aren't going to fall within that, mm-hmm. you know, ramp up time, to make it more available. Yeah. Yeah. You can see here. So here's their, here's their global Mm -hmm. location. So yeah, most of them are in the U S of course, but then you have a lot, um, a lot of them in Europe and, and, uh, places like that as well. So yeah, you're definitely going to have, you know, data centers using peak energy at different times. So I guess that's one, Mm -hmm. one thing they're doing. Um, but, and then as far as the U S goes, I guess they're just, they can tune, um, they're just going to try to tune their usage when possible to use that, to use as much as that peak power as they can when it's being produced, because otherwise it's just wasted, right? I mean, if nobody's using the solar energy it, and it's not being stored, which it's not in most cases, then it just goes to waste, right? I mean, right. Cause it's being dumped back into the air. I mean, you're, you personally, if you have the, the solar array, you're getting the credit for it because it's being dumped back into the, the local system. Yeah. But, you know, and the sad thing is, is like the, the Tesla power walls. I mean, the, the whole problem right now is batteries. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they need the batteries to produce the, the Y and the everything else. So they don't have enough, battery sources to go ahead and and start building the power walls and and put them out there uh i follow a guy on youtube that builds his own power walls and he's getting you know all these 18650s from china and and you know i hate i hate buying stuff from china i mean but you know if that's the only way you can do it there's there's a lot of diy power walls out there you know i just i just uh talking about renewable energy i just uh got got the go ahead to do our geothermal here so we're going to take out two uh one's a propane backup and uh and the other one's electric backup because i have two furnaces in this uh house and and we'll have we'll have a three zone system all geothermal which is just going to be awesome because it'll save us a lot of money in the long run. Yeah. yeah it's like what, you know, Jeff's saying you know, exactly, Jeff. I mean, that's, so, I mean, you, you look at it, it says they're, you know, they're one of the biggest buyers of renewable energy. Their goal is to use nothing but carbon free energy. Um, yeah. So they call it carbon intelligent computing. It's designed for the hyperscale data center. So hyperscale data center, think of Google, um, Microsoft Azure and Amazon AWS and there's a few others that are that are pretty big as well but um you know they're so they're to shift the timing of many compute tasks to when low carbon power sources like wind solar wind and solar are most plentiful 
So, and, and it says this is done without additional computing hardware and without impacting the performance of the services like search, maps, YouTube, and the, you know, that many people rely on. So it says shifting the timing uh, of non-urgent tasks, like creating new filter features for Google Photos, YouTube video processing, or adding words to Google Translate helps reduce the electrical grid's carbon footprint. So, yeah, you think about it like when we upload our video to YouTube, it has, it has to process before right. it goes live or it'll process the standard definition and then in the background it'll process the the high definition version so it may take a little bit longer before the high definition version is available um and because they they have global data centers maybe they send you know the, if it needs to be done during you know and 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 it can't wait then maybe they'll send it to you know Asia or wherever that they they have more renewable energy at that time. I mean, I guess they can probably shift those workloads if they really want to. But mm -hmm. um, I, I just thought it was cool. It was like I never, I didn't, I never like thought to think of it that way. Like, you know, like the Google Maps processing and things like that. I mean, yeah, there's no reason they can't do that during certain times of the day. I guess, but um, but what what I think is cool is that they're actually thinking about that. And yeah. More companies would start to think about renewable energy you know like i don't know if you guys saw this or not but uh being in southwest ohio cincinnati zoo uh they just got some sort of award or something for being the greenest zoo in the united states hmm. wow yeah and i mean because you know you guys been there their whole parking lot everything that's covered is all solar panels. Yeah, it's true. And they and they do store uh, most of their energy. So they got like some sort of award. I, I cannot remember the article, but but basically it was like a week or so ago. And uh, it was just talking about how it was the greenest zoo in the United States. And, and uh, it has some rates on there, how, how they compare to other zoos. Yeah, because didn't they do some stuff in collaboration with, was it Duke Energy or was it someone yeah. else? Yeah, I think it was that. Duke. Yeah, hmm. that that would have been a good topic for the podcast, huh? <laughs> I know. I, sorry, I've been busy. <laughs> we know, we know. Yeah. So here's the it sh yeah here's a graph of uh, I guess kind of the thinking behind this is like you've got your baseline load, the carbon aware load, which is you know what's trying to use the renewable energy sources, and then the carbon intensity. So you can kind of see that peak right in the middle of the day around noon um yeah and it, you know and they even say you know they know it's not perfect it's something that that's going to have to be adjusted but if they're doing it and then they talk about if other some of the other big companies would were, were to do this as well it's make it could make a huge a huge impact because when i talk to when i talk to customers and and other people that i work with i mean companies and more services are using the cloud so this isn't going to this isn't going to decrease anytime soon. It's going to exponentially just keep increasing. So we have to be mindful of this. And I'm yeah I'm glad that they uh, they're they are doing that. Hmm. Pretty cool. Damn. So next up we have yeah and I haven't I haven't really been following the whole Space Force thing other than. That uh, I, that trailer I sent you guys for the new show that's coming out next week. I can't wait yeah. for that with Steve Carell. I know it's a more of a, a parody or whatever, but have you been following this, Darren? 
a little bit. Uh, I I always found it funny. Like uh, people were like, "Oh, the space force. Mm-hmm. We need another branch of military." You know what? Think about it. <laughs> and you know, you guys can call me crazy or whatever, but look at the pyramids. Look at all the stuff. Hey, I'm telling you. I don't care who you are. You cannot get that kind of precision and move stuff by a bunch of slaves and copper and chisel hammers. You know, <laughs> you can't. We have been, we have been visited. Everybody knows it. Well, and I mean, we've got proof now. It. There, we were talking like the Joe, yeah. the guy that was on Joe Rogan. We were talking about that, and the, yeah. the, those they, the government even said those videos were were UFOs. They do not right. know what they were. So it's like, it's pretty crazy. Like, and the and the, I don't know if you guys watched that documentary on Netflix about that 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 that, that where that guy was interviewed, the same guy that was on Joe Rogan, or they were talking about the guy that was on Joe Rogan. Yeah, like some I of the stuff it. that he talked about and some of the evidence that they found since then. I mean, basically, everything that he has said over the years is slowly mm-hmm. either been released or has been released. So. I mean, yeah, really, they, there, there's no reason not to believe what this guy has said so far now. Yeah, they um, pretty much ruined that guy's life. Yeah. But, but you know, it, kudos to him for uh, coming out and saying, hey, you know, you guys are being lied to. But on the other hand, <clears throat> you know, you think about. Uh-oh. About the world lately. <laughs> Whoa. Did you see that? <laughs> what was it? You froze for like three seconds. <laughs> Was it the Matrix? It, uh, it was probably that we're being watched now. We're being we're being watched now because we're talking about this. <laughs> that was them slipping into your internet feed and recording uh, yep. what you're saying. You have been bugged. Okay. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. I do not condone any uh, aliens. <laughs> my, my my, I don't think that they're aliens. I think it's us from the future. Oh, Zach. Yes. I, I think I think it's somehow Elon Musk from the future, checking on his past, trying to make sure everything is going the way it should. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that. I don't believe that it's necessarily aliens, but I'd like to believe it's us from the future. I really yeah. do. I mean, it's it's weird, like. Some of the stuff they they were explaining, like the power source and how that thing is traveling, and the way the way that it's traveling, anti gravity or something yeah, like that, anti, right? Anti gravity engine is that what it was? Oh, we totally, yeah, yeah. yeah just, so bas- basically, it, it generated its own gravity. Yeah, yeah. And we physically, in twenty twenty of this year, we cannot duplicate that. Yeah, we have no. Yeah, we don't. We don't understand it enough. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, so this this article basically they had a you know it says mysterious X thirty seven V space plane which they've launched this several times before and it yeah, was I think launched seven on, or eight times yeah and it was launched on the Atlas five rocket um, so it, I think I think it said the last time like it, they had one of these that was in orbit for like two years or something huh yeah so. 24. I don't saying that, but... um, so it's flown five missions since 2010, four of them on the Atlas V, and the, the fifth time on the Falcon 9. Um, 
Yeah, it's orbital test vehicles or OTVs is what the X-37B is. And it's unmanned. It's like a drone, right? Um, what did it say? Yeah, oh, here it is. Today's launch occurred just six months after the most recent mission. The OTV-5 landed at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida in October 2019, completing a record-setting 780 days, just over two years, sojourn in space. So, like, it was just up there in orbit for almost, you know, just over two years. So Boeing built it. Um, there's two There's two of them, and they spent more than seven years in orbit across their missions. I just, what is this thing doing? Like, they said it's doing, like, you know, is it just, like, spying or... You know, is it you know kind of experiments and stuff? Are they uh, are they? Wasn't it talking uh, about something with lasers? I think somewhere in the article was talking it? about doing something with lasers. You yeah. know, one of the many experiments. Yeah, it said the um, freaking laser beam. <laughs> the experience and technology um, it carries enables the U.S. to more efficiently and effectively develop space capabilities necessary to maintain superiority in the space domain. Yeah, and it says that uh, missions will have even more experiments than previous flights thanks to the addition of a new service module. Hmm. Yeah, it's just, I mean, yeah, they don't really disclose anything about what they're doing, just uh, that they're, they're up Blowing there doing tax it. dollars. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe asked if we've ever seen Skinwalker Ranch. Who? I don't, my Uncle Skinwalker Joe. Ranch? Skinwalker Ranch. I'm is, kind uh, of is, afraid that on, to, is that on Pornhub? <laughs> I don't know. I'm afraid to <laughs> to Google search it. Well, you do it because I'm not doing it live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't send us something like that. Uh, first thing pulls up a Wikipedia page. It's a hotbed for paranormal oh, okay. stuff. So basically, it's 512 acres on the southeast uh, southeast of Ballard, Utah, and it's a <laughs> par- It's it's the hot spot for paranormal and ufo huh. activities so it's it's the evil twin the skywalker ranch <laughs> i guess <laughs> uh yeah i mean history.com has a, a whole series on it oh wow how skinwalker ranch became the hotbed of paranormal activities reports of ufos crop circles cattle mutilation shape-shifting creatures and pervious to bullets hmm. i guess they've been shooting at them Cause that's, that's what they do. in uh, in the West, they just shoot at things. They don't know what's going on. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I never heard of that. Yeah. I haven't either. Hmm. All right. Um, yeah. So it's cool. It's like, you know, you hear about these things every now and then you don't really know what this thing's doing, but. So, do, so does this just go up into the atmosphere and just stay yeah, I think it just right in. I think it right just, in that level. It to just, just orbits, yeah. Yeah, it's probably probably like a glider. It just runs on there and goes. From there's there. there's no solar power. There's nothing. Um, it looked like it did have some. Well, maybe not. No, I don't see any. I mean, once it's up there, it doesn't need any. But it, maybe it opens up and it deploys something. I mean, they've never really shown pictures of so, uh, what's so, inside of it. If you go back down, why does it say United States Air Force? Where? USAF. Well, I think that's that's because that was that was before Space Force. Oh, they okay. built these before the space the Space gotcha. Force was uh, created. They need to rebrand well, isn't, them. Isn't Space Force a division of the Air Force? Uh, maybe I don't know. I haven't really looked into it that much. I just think it's 
every time I hear Space Force, I think of Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. <laughs> I always Hope think of, I just think of Space Balls. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a good one, too. You trying to get some sponsorship from Yeti there, Darren? You keep flashing that cup up. <laughs> no, I'm just drinking from my cold, cold drink. What are you drinking? Uh, water. No, we know that's not true. <laughs> just rum and, rum and Diet 7-Up. Clear rum? Clear rum. I've got a... I had a couple of single cuts left, the Trogues. I needed to drink them because they were getting... What's the date on them? Uh, it just says freshest by May 15th. So I'm a few days short, Ooh. a few days over Ooh. there. So you know if it says it's freshest by May 15th, it was probably brewed in what, February or March? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting it's getting a little, you can tell it's not a, I still got two uh, citra highs left. Ooh. How about you, Matt? What are you drinking? Water. And it is just water. <laughs> Aren't you sick of water this week? Not clean water. I'm <laughs> sick of nasty, dirty groundwater. Uh, Got to get those pokes in. <laughs> oh, okay. So the last uh, the last article we had was the the electric dot uh, com electric dot co. I never noticed that there dot co not dot com. Um, they posted this uh, back on May twelfth. So I guess this guy used to be a Tesla engineer and he's been working on like a, a 21st century electric panel. And then, so you can see here, like, um, I don't know, I, like these, these, so the, I don't know if these LGs are these like battery backups. I'm not sure what these are, but it's called span S P A N. That's the, this is what the new electric panel looks like. The white, the white one on the right here. Yeah. Our, uh, our camera is kind of covering it there, but I think there's another picture of it down here. But it's cool because it was talking about and um you know, people who own EVs and, and solar customers and things like that, most of the time you need to upgrade or replace your electric panel. I mean, right, Darren? I mean most of the older yes. traditional ones just don't handle that well, kind of stuff and or you need to put in additional disconnects or service mm-hmm. connects or what I don't know what they yeah. would be called. Well, but. I mean, there's a lot of people I mean, you take my house, it was built in nineteen fifty seven. You know, and, and my electrical panel has been upgraded since then. But with me getting ready to get geothermal, I'm probably going to have to upgrade from my 150 amp service to a 200 amp service just so I can hmm. I can run it. Really? Yeah. Why is I mean, that? Well, the my well. Oh, oh, here we go. It's just it, they're still it, listening. It has a little bit bigger. <laughs> Are we freezing again? No, your voice just uh, your your voice just cut out at one a little bit. So, I have I have my barn, and I have uh my addition. So basically, my panel is full. So I have a hundred and fifty uh amp panel that's just totally full. So next to it, I got a, a twenty space panel that I've rewired all my my basement when i redid it and i'm just i'm just it's just full yeah. so you know i got a 100 amp service going down to my barn and then you know a, a 90 amp service going over to my addition and then you know i'm going to be taking out uh 50 amps uh for my furnace so and and uh my uh, <laughs> air conditioning stuff so it's just like 
I, I really think I'm going to just go ahead and upgrade my service to a 200 amp service. Yeah, I mean that's and that's kind of what this is saying is like you know when you want to do I mean EVs they pull they pull a lot of juice, mm -hmm. um, and and then if you do solar I mean just by code you've got to put in those disconnects and things like that right or if you wanted to right. do like a a power wall or or even if you made something mm -hmm. of your own, I mean you've got to put in those disconnects or or, yes. or what are what are the uh, the because the batteries are DC right they're not AC are they right they're so you got to do like a converter so you have to have you have to have a converter for uh, for it so basically you know it's a it's a separate service on top of that service because mm -hmm. it's almost like if you had a generator for um, like when your power generator. goes out so if you had a generator you have a separate panel that basically runs your necessities. Gotcha. You know, if you have a whole house generator, then it can just be wired into a transfer switch that when transfer it sees switch, that yeah. when it sees the power is off from the main load, it disconnects that and then transfers it over to the generator. Gotcha. So once that's done and then it sees power back on the, the from from the power company it'll go ahead and shut the generator down and switch it back over. Gotcha. So basically you're, 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 if, if you're generating solar and you're generating enough to cover your house, then it'll just run off of that solar. But mm -hmm. if you're not, it'll take a little bit of both. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Basically this guy's just saying, you know, circuit breakers they're just big dumb circuit breakers right they, there's no smarts in them or anything like that i mean i think we talked about it last podcast the, about the sense that you know mm -hmm. we put the sense the energy monitor in ours and you know it's not perfect you know there's some downfalls and you know, the way it picks up things and but we were talking about how we use the alerts and things like that off it too so there's definitely a gap there i think there's a need for something like this i mean heck i mean some houses they wire what low voltage wire to every switch and outlet just yes. so they can monitor and control and do smart home automation stuff. So something like this and, would make that all standard, I think. Right. And if I was ever to build another house, it would probably be wired that way too, because smart switches uh, get very expensive, but low voltage switches are cheap. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, and I think he, you know, that's what he's saying. He's like, if you're upgrading your electric panel, you're just going from a small version of an ancient technology to a newer version of that same mm -hmm. ancient technology. It's just a passive circuit breaker. You know, same problem manifests itself when you're adopting a large solar system or energy storage system. So, well, I mean, both of you guys have Duke, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And do you do you have the do you have the app and the the smart uh, meter? I've got the smart meter, but I never really mess with the app at all. Okay, say so I have Butler Rule, which is a co-op, and, uh, you know, I got, basically, you can see what you use every day, and, I mean, it's, the, the, the information's very limited. Yeah. You know, but where, if, if you had a smart panel, and, you know, if people actually develop the app into it, then you could see what your house is actually doing, and, and, you know, one of the reasons, I mean, uh, Butler Rule is expensive. I mean, because they're a co-op, and you know, I pay like fourteen cents a kilowatt, mm -hmm. which is, which is pretty expensive. It, yes, in the average, like ten. Yes, ten or or tw I think uh, Duke 
Westbrook was down a nine recently, but well, I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> you just talking about but the any, app, the app, and the uh, the way it. But in, anyways, I can see my app and whatnot, and and it would be nice to know, and that and that's the whole reason I got the sense is because yeah. I have a four hundred dollar electric bill every month. Trying to figure out where it's coming from, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing that's that's using that much and and guess what you know 40 some percent of it was my hvac units so hopefully going to geothermal will offset that yeah and and i'll be okay after that yeah jeff was talking yeah jeff if you go back and we did there's a highlight from last last uh episode for the uh, sense energy monitor so darren and i both have this he's had it a lot longer than i have but basically that app tells you the same thing right you can see what your current usage is your peak usage what your usage over time was right. and it'll it'll try and learn and name the devices so you know like if it's your refrigerator if it's like a humidifier It'll tell you like what things are always on and, you know, and then you can also set up alerts based off of that. Like you can set up an alert, like when the dryer goes off or when the washer goes off or if something is like the stove, like my stove got left on one day and it was on like the frick, somebody forgot to turn it off and it was on for like two and a half hours. And it said, Hey, your stove's been on a lot longer than it normally is. So, uh, you know, stuff like that. So I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. But, um, and, and, you know, we're, tech people yeah but those things are five what are they 500 bucks uh i think i think i paid like 399 plus you know if you're not handy with electric and don't want to take your panel cover off you've got to pay an electrician to install it so right yeah it was um but you know that should be like this is 2020 right that that stuff should be in 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 new houses you should be able to i mean your house is what a year and a half old yeah i mean yeah a year and, and four months and you had to add i mean it's I had to add that, yeah and you had to add all the electrical stuff to, yeah. that you wanted to know to make your house a, a smart house i mean yeah. and i think I think probably in the next five to 10 years that you're going to see that to be a more standard uh, implication into uh, the houses because, yeah. you know, if I had to go back to actually flipping light switches, I, I'd be lost right now. I mean, cause flipping tables. Yeah. I mean, cause it, and, <laughs> and the other day, the other day she, that, shall we not be named would not do what i wanted to do and i cussed her out <laughs> and she has worked flawlessly since then. you, oh, said, weird you had to give out. her a little what for huh yeah i had to i had to assert my dominance over she who <laughs> shall not be named oh that's funny um yeah so i mean you, you know we've talked a lot about <laughs> tesla power walls you know we talked about the uh, like the HVAC, like that's another technology that's ancient that hasn't been really updated in forever. The, like, here's what we do, guys. We 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 form our own construction company, our own home builder company, and we're gonna build houses that have solar roofs, Tesla power walls, this new integrated high tech um, electric distribution panel or whatever. This is the span technology. 
you know, we 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 just do it all by default. We we integrate it all. The new HVAC system when it comes out, like, you know, how many people would buy that stuff? Like, we we'd make a fortune uh, if you if you integrated all that. But you got to remember uh, also the the windows that <laughs> automatically have the, oh, yeah, the yeah yeah the solar generation to them and. Mm-hmm. But you know, you go take that house and put it into a neighborhood where they're selling at two eighty, two ninety. You gonna? It has to be you a, got a five hundred thousand dollar house sitting yeah, in a neighborhood that you'll never see a return on. It's got to be a brand new neighborhood, and that you're putting like all the houses are going to be that way, right? You can't exactly. have you can't have really because you if you start mixing them, yeah, like you said, yeah, you're never going to get the value back out of it, like my old neighborhood or even the one I'm in now, if I started adding stuff like that, I mean, you're just not going to get the return on it. No. People, people will pay, they'll buy a house because it has that technology, but they're not going to pay a whole lot more than they would for a regular house without it. So, yeah. You yeah. know, I, I tend to, uh, overdo things, you know, that, no, and, no. No, uh, you don't. <laughs> and, you know, I look at it like, uh, the walks inside uh on youtube oh, what and they're uh, they the, what, their new house oh, dude that oh my god have you guys been watching that whole series yes. have you been watching that matt yes oh yeah did you see like the wiring i mean i think we posted we were sending that back and yeah. forth to each other uh, i i mean just just imagine having a room that was probably what 10 by 10 by 10 or bigger mm-hmm. just with server racks in it just so you could run your house yeah that was um i mean i, I would and then love, the, uh, did I you see the security cameras that automatically yes. follow people yes that was just crazy and then they're smart they're smart toilets oh yeah 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 because we got to put that potty talk in here don't you say it do not say that <laughs> word i swear but <laughs> did you see the uh the hidden the hidden speakers mm-hmm. yeah that, that, that was so amazing cool. And it has that little slit for the base coming out of the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, let's get back to this. So the, um, the you know, so this... one thing that struck me in this article was talking about diverting power pretty much to the home to supply those cars or whatever might need, mm-hmm. you know, the higher current or, you know, whatever at the time. Are you going, to, like, is the app going to selectively? Like not run the AC or not run the heat. Like, at, at what level are they going to like kill power to the house to provide the best efficiency for whatever's you know in high demand? That's a good question. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's something. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that because you know he. I mean, he talks about he worked at Tesla from thirteen to eighteen, thir- twenty thirteen to twenty eighteen, and he worked on the Powerwall and the Power Pack and Solar City. Um, so he's got to have some thinking around. I'm sure that when you're working on like the Powerwall and the Solar City stuff, it's like they have to figure out how to integrate into these old freaking ancient mm-hmm. panels, like we were just talking about. And so it's like there's got to be a better way, right? So it just made sense for somebody that was in the middle of that on the forefront yeah. of it to think. It's it's even it's like part of it is in the second um, bullet point here enables you to power more optic critical loads by switching between room nodes. Yeah. So, I mean, what exactly are you going to switch off? Yeah, I don't know. In a, in a a room node these days to provide, you know, more oh. power to another room. 
Well, think about just your kitchen. I mean, think of how much how much stuff that goes into your kitchen. You know, you got a fifty amp serve, uh, fifty amp breaker going to the stove. Yeah. I mean, twenty and, going to the microwave, right. fifteen garbage disposal, but those things aren't on all the time. Exactly. So you're so, not using them all the time, so you can divert that power to, let's say, your your Tesla charger or other yeah. charger or, you know. I got so what what he's saying is and and I uh, I just I didn't remember this part because this was over a week ago when I put it in here. So you know often when you do it, when you get in a electric vehicle you have to either go into you have to upgrade the panel because it requires a 200 amp panel or you got to put in a sub panel. Um, and often the sub panel is put in on a non critical load panel or whatever. But he says using this EVSE standard, which is I guess the new standard they're developing for the span. Is the electrical panel can can directly communicate with home a home charger, so yeah, now all of your chargers are going to have to be based off of the standard too. But what that means is not just the Tesla home charger, but any charger that has this new standard can schedule its charge for you know off peak or when it, other things aren't being used because you know you you plug something in right now it's just going to start charging. Then you right. unplug it. But if, like, say you plug your phone in when you go to bed, well, maybe you're at eighty percent charge or seventy percent charge. Well, it'll say, okay, uh, I know that I know because I'm smart and the 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 panel is smart that your Tesla is charging or the HVAC is on. So I'm just going to wait until that stuff's done and then I'll charge off and on as I need to over the next eight hours that you're asleep or whatever. So uh, that's crazy. Yeah, like, I mean, that, would that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome because you know I hate I hate plugging my phone in because you know nowadays you have eighteen watt chargers and high chargers and whatnot, but mm-hmm. you know it it gets fully charged within you know less than an hour. Yeah, and you're you're going to bed for six, seven, eight hours, depending on you know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, three hours if you're yeah. weird, but. And not just your cell phone, but laptops, iPads, right? All that yeah. stuff. It's like it can, if everything's smart and is aware of the grid, you know, your right. your grid. And I think that's kind of like what he's what he's talking about is that the electrical panel can see and interpret the power draw from the entire house and every device, and it can evaluate that data as well as solar output and the status and whatever of battery storage. And then it has built-in circuit level metering. See that would be that would be I mean <clears throat> that that would just be so awesome to have all that at your fingertips but honestly I don't think they could incorporate that into I mean you're probably talking a, a 20 year to to incorporate in into any of this you know it might be in a few homes in the next 5 to 6 years but yeah but in 20 or 30, you could, you know, right. like, like Jeff it, said, you know, you could, if you had like a greenhouse or something, it's like, you know, it can divert, you know, maybe you got to heat that greenhouse at night or, or something like that. I mean, right. I mean, the, the stuff that this could enable is, is just crazy. And I, I don't, did I share the article this past week with you guys about somebody said the Model Y and then soon the Model 3 are going to be able to do bi-directional charging 
Because remember how Rivian can charge, you can right. charge another Rivian off of it. Yeah. Yes. So apparently Tesla has had the capability, but they've had it disabled in the code. Huh. But the Model Y and the newer Model 3s, they're turning it on. This, so if you think about if you have a, a Tesla or two power walls, you've got this kind of technology, you've got the home HVA, the Tesla HVAC or a smart HVAC system of some sort, you got solar, like, and all that can communicate. Like, if you do have a power outage, I mean, I mean, a hundred kilowatt battery pack in a, in a Model Y or Model Three. I mean, that's a power wall, right? How many, how many, how many kilowatt hours is a power wall? Is it a hundred? Is it eighty? I, I, I don't remember what the power wall is. I mean, you basically have a power wall sitting there in your car, and if if you if the power goes out and you have a a, a storm, I mean, you know. Go ahead and use drink, let that car use that power to power your house in an emergency if you want it to. So the power wall is thirteen point five kilowatts. Wow, and a, and a Model Y is well, if you get the high the performance is what a hundred. Uh huh. I mean, yeah. so that's that's what five power walls. Right. Holy moly. That's I thought the Powerwall was higher than I would think it would be higher so, than that. So, having said this... That was straight from uh, Tesla.com. Wow. Couldn't you potentially, or couldn't Tesla, sell that switch so that the power went out, you plug your normal Tesla charger or into... It, or it's already plugged in. You know, right? it's already plugged in at, but now the the car i don't know through something on the app you're telling it okay instead of like receiving power mode i'm going to be in sending power mode and the switch because it senses no power coming from the panel says okay now i'm going to send the power from the car into your into your house mm -hmm. and run your house off of tesla for a little bit yeah i mean I or, think or somehow feed only like only feed a couple circuits, you know. But I yeah. feel, I feel that you would have to have the high output charger. Oh yeah, to yeah, be yeah, able to do sure. that because if you just use the one ten charger, what was it like, twenty hours to fully charge your battery? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. it's pointless. So, so I just pulled up the actual Powerwall data sheet. It said it, the total energy it has is fourteen kilowatt hours. And the usable energy is 13.5. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So the real power max continuous is only 5 kilowatts at charge and discharge. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, the cars so, are way, way higher than that. Right. So you're only talking, and it says a maximum output of fault current is only 32 amps. Yeah, so you couldn't, really the... run, you couldn't really run more than anything like a, a refrigerator off of that power wall at night really i mean i would think it would be be able to feed i don't know i mean i mean the cars can charge at what 250 kilowatt hours the y right. and the three right. well and, and i see it's kind of hard to see in this graphic but if you look at the app the i don't know if this is a mock-up or if this is their beta or whatever but like you see where it says must have nice to have not essential like he is putting rooms in there so, like, if your power were to go out and you had to pull juice from your Powerwall or your Tesla, you can say this is what gets priority. Like, keep my refrigerators running, 
keep uh, my my sump pump running, keep you know my but, keep my beer cold, <laughs> you know. But I I also wonder if it's just Tesla only. I mean, so if you had yeah. you had another well, Rivian, Rivian has bi-directional, so that you could right. be. I think right. the missing so, I think the missing link, you know, is this is this right? Yeah, having a smart panel that can divert and do these things is essential because if you have a Powerwall or a Tesla or both a solar, if you have everything else, you the panel has to be smarter. It can't. You're you're not going to be able to do none of this. Right. This is like it, this has to. I mean, this has to happen at some point if you want to have. And, and, but if you think about it, <clears throat> like he, like it said in this article, we're using old old technology. I mean, you know, I remember growing up, and my mom and dad's house was built in '57. We had a fuse panel, and you know, it was horrible when you blew a fuse, and then you know, none of the stores were open, so you had to wait if you didn't have extra, and mm -hmm. you know, and the breakers make it nice. But imagine being able to pull out your smartphone and reset a breaker from your smartphone. Mm. I mean, you you would never have to open your panel ever again. I mean, just the, the possibilities are just absolutely endless with this. Yeah. And, you know, they do say the, they've only been working on this for 18 months. They do have an early access sign up if you go to their website. Um you know, and they, and they talk about, you know, dynamic control of multiple EVs charging at once to, or boost the charge of both of them. Home DC charging for fast speeds reduce. Yeah, so this is another thing is, like, it can do DC as well, not just right. AC. And just think about it if, like, per circuit, it could say, is should this be DC or AC? Right. Like, you could say, I want this outlet to be D. That's a whole, but, probably a whole mixed bag of whatever, but, yeah, I mean, that's just cool, right? I mean, if you plug in the wrong thing, you're maybe it can auto-sense. Based right. off of the, if the charger's smart, then it then it doesn't matter, right? Right. I mean, it's it's just crazy. And now, I wonder what the price point will be, because right now I know I could make a phone call, and upgrade my whole service for two thousand mm -hmm. dollars, maybe twenty two hundred. You know, right maybe, now I. And, maybe you and, should sign up for this. Maybe they'll pick you. Say, hey, we, we have a podcast. We we covered you guys, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm willing to I'm willing to beta test this for you. Yeah, I will beta test it. <laughs> do you think it's going to be the hardware that's going to drive the cost up, or do you think it's going to be the software behind all of the data monitoring? I think that's going to increase the cost. I think it's just their del their their development costs. Right, you know, they have to cover. I don't. I don't think. I mean, look at look at Tesla. Whenever they want to do something software, they just push it out. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, I'm, I'm once sure, you have I'm, your hardware I, in place, it's but do fine. You, do you know, Matt, like has Kevin ever said anything? I mean, obviously he beta tests new software, right, in the car that he's driving because he works for them. Yep. Yep. I, I'm sure that you have him and how many others around the U.S. and world that are doing that. But as a customer, I don't know that Tesla would let you say, I want to be a beta tester. Like especially no, there's the, a there's a beta program. See, yeah, so it's like they're they're definitely beta testing some of these features first before right. they roll them out. Now, I mean, some things like if it's especially like the autopilot stuff, it's like maybe they only want their internal beta testers using that because it could kill you if you're not if you're stupid. <laughs> but um, and so could some of this stuff. Like right, you know, if you plug in the wrong type of thing, right. and it, and it's supposed to be AC or D, like unless it's auto sensing, it's like. 
yeah, I mean, like Jeff said, is like you definitely it could be uh, dangerous if it's not handled correctly. And even right. ele- even electric says here in the end, it says you know they have people coming to them all the time that say you know, they've invented some breakthrough thing, right? And they even mentioned Sense, and it's like Sense has tried to remake the electric panel. I don't know that they tried to remake the electric panel. They've just tried no. to make it a little bit smarter by right. adding their device to it. Um, you know, unless they were trying to develop their own electric panel at some point, which, wh- uh, I mean, you would think that would be a no-brainer for them if yeah. they're already doing what they're doing. But, you know, you said it's it's still too early to know if uh, – so this is something that's going to be – that will truly catch on. But, I mean, I – I just I would have to think we would need this is the missing piece, right? Yes. And you know, here's their and I have, I haven't even checked out their website yet. I, I didn't even uh, go to it, but here's their uh let's see what this uh I mean it kind of looks like the Tesla app, honestly. You guys have seen the te- the Powerwall yeah. app when yeah. you've got the solar and yeah, there's the uh see that's like by device. I mean that's basically what Sense is trying to do, but it's very hard to do that when it- well, You've when they're trying to recognize a device, when right? they're doing machine learning, so I'll, I'll I'll pull this out here for sense. I am not very happy with my sense just yeah. because there's a lot of things that come up that that isn't what it actually is. Like I bought a brand new uh, hand planer because I'm working on the deck, and I plugged it in, I turned it on, and it said motor five came on. Yeah. I've, I've never owned this and there's a lot of motors out there that are the same uh wavelength that they're measuring and i think between machine learning i don't think machine learning is the best way for sense to go so i i i think there's just just way too many products and it's hard to determine right because you you think you said you, you mentioned it last time we were talking about it, that you went in there and you tried to name everything and put in the mm-hmm. model numbers, and I try to do that too. But, it, I mean, there's probably, I don't know, how many, maybe 100,000, a couple hundred thousand people might be using Sense, and that's just not right. enough data. We don't have enough. And, uh, you know, I have six vacuums. <laughs> six. No, I, I, only have t- I only have three vacuums. You I have a said- shark and two shot vacs. Yeah. But it but it pulls up that that vacuum number six turned on or vacuum number five turned on, and it's it's just some random you yeah. know power tool I'm using. Yeah, because it doesn't know what it is. Yeah, I get it. Huh? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like yeah, yeah, here we were just talking about this. You know, solar plus storage without span. You got to have all of the disconnects and the inverters and. And then you've got over here, you've got just the three battery inverter. Yeah, it's definitely something that uh, wireless communication automatic or disconnect. Scroll back up for a second. What's it say? Uh, 28 plus loads. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, these are exciting times, gentlemen. I mean, with the technology that we're uh, starting to uh, get, I think uh, smart homes and all that fun stuff will will soon be integrated into normal home building. Yeah, I mean, it, the advancement and and progress of technology <clears throat> is just going. I mean, it's Moore's law, right? It they say stuff doubles every eighteen months. Um, 
for it, maybe not everything, but I think most things uh, that we've seen, I mean, everything's just going to keep accelerating and keep advancing. And it's just like, what's the adoption level going to be? I mean, look at EV adoption. I mean, like, I think we talked about that, like the, uh, the GM, uh, the GM car that kind of the EV one or whatever. Right. We were talking about the Bollinger and the Atlas stuff last week or last podcast. It's all about, it's like, you got to get the adoption level up on all of this stuff before it makes financial sense for contractors, home builders, you know, homeowners. I mean, yeah, we want this stuff now, but we can't go out and pay $20,000 for this panel. Like, you know, people, this has to be, like you said, it's going to cost you two grand to upgrade your panel. This needs to cost two grand. Right. Well, it's like when the the solar roof came out and and Elon was like, oh, it's comparable to a uh, re- redoing your roof. No, no, it's not. It's twice the cost. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, where, maybe in California it costs 60000 to get your roof done, you yeah. know. <laughs> but honestly... It's just, it's just, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, so that is all the articles, gentlemen. Um, hey, Joe, what's that thing? What's that white glowing thing in the background? <laughs> uh, that? Yeah. Uh, that is my, uh, my NES wall art oh, I, I didn't huh. t- i didn't tell you guys i don't think um maybe maybe i did when i was at your house that i mentioned that the people just whining over me cutting an nes in half no no so there's probably been i don't know five or ten comments either on the facebook posts or the youtube channel oh i can't believe you cut an nes in half like you, you how could said you do right that? on there it was a non-working unit i know i had one guy he was like oh but you can fix them easily you can buy you know because you can buy the new uh you can buy the new reader that you can put into them yeah okay but do you know how much an nes costs on ebay like it's like 60 bucks 50 or 60 bucks you i can go or you can go to the flea market and get them 50 or 60 mm-hmm. bucks it ain't like these things can't be found like they're all over right. the place the one that i had somebody gave to me it, it wasn't working. Uh, it, it probably hasn't worked, and you know, since he was a kid. And then the games. I had some that I had saved. Some uh, uh, he gave me some of his. And then I went to the fleet. I went to Turtle Creek and um, the uh, Traders World. World. I went around to all the. Bo- Do you know how many booths there are that have NES and like old video game stuff? Mm-hmm. There's like probably ten or well, twenty in each one <clears throat> of them. If people <clears throat> want to cry. I know, but I just I went I went around and I just said, "Hey, do you have any cartridges?" First thing I said, "Do you have any cartridges that don't work?" And you're just trying to get rid of super cheap, and th- no one had any that they didn't that they you know that they figured they they probably I don't know if they tested every single one they had, but they didn't say that. But I was like, "Okay, what do you have that's like a dollar or two? I didn't care what the really what the title was. I was just trying to get enough of them to do this. So I might have spent. $30 on cartridges hmm. and then I bought the plywood and you know stuff and the the most expensive thing was the freaking hue light that went around this thing <laughs> I mean that was it was 80 bucks for the hue light the 80 inch and then I got right. the 40 inch extension was is 25 so $105 for the lighting right. 
and I so might and I might have had forty bucks in the rest of it. So why didn't you have that uh, blue like the rest of everything in your? Oh, I, I can right I, I can I can make it blue. I just I, I just I don't have it blue right now. Uh, um, I mean, I can say, "Hey Google, basement chill." You just set off everyone's Google. Yeah. Sorry, folks. So, <laughs> so, so now it's blue, but um, no, it's just like, and I even said in the video, like right before, like when I was cutting, and I'm like, "This didn't work." It was given to me. People right. were like, "Oh, what a waste!" It was like. That's a bull crap. Do all the cartridges not work either? I'm like, they're hot glued on. I can pull them off if I wanted to change right. them or pull. I'm like, you guys act like, because the one guy's like, oh, that's just a perfect example of privilege. I'm like, privilege? Of oh what? my god! <laughs> because I, I made art that I'm gonna put on my like. Here's what I want to say. It's like, if you have an old NES system, or if you were, if you did get one, if you want one. How much do you think they would play it? They'd play it for like 15 or 20 minutes, and then probably put it in a box or in a, on a shelf. Like people that collect these old video game stuff, they're sitting on shelves. They don't yes. play them. This yeah. is like on my wall. It's lit up. Everybody's gonna see it. Any every time I go over there, I see it. it's like this is getting more use than this than it would have uh, as a right. working system. So it just it just cracks me up. Like I'll pull out my Raspberry Pi. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else, but load load Retro Pi, and I I can have <laughs> any ROM game from any any exactly. platform. I mean, I would mu like. You can go buy the little the the little what is the the, the one they made the little right. tiny one, yeah. There's like what thirty or forty games on that thing. Yeah. <sighs> really? I mean, there people were posting they're... like, "Oh, you're not a real gamer. Why would you do that?" I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It cracks me up, man. Because you know I got that arcade game down in the barn, and my plan is when I get the basement <laughs> finished that I'll I'll load. You know, Sega, NES, oh, Super NES. We're gonna cut them all in half, brother, and we're gonna right. make videos, and we're gonna. <laughs> just kidding. No, it's just it. I, and I know there's gonna be haters out there. I mean, that's the thing is like, the more videos I make and the more posts, and you're gonna have people that it doesn't matter. They're gonna have their. They've got to hate. Gonna be Karens. Yeah, gonna be Karens, as Jeff said. So it's like. <laughs> You know what? And the best thing, like I, I, the first couple I like responded to, and then I posted, like I pinned those, like it wasn't working. But you know what? It's just easier just delete it, because they're probably never going to come back to see if you responded right. to it, unless they see your notice that you responded to it. Then you're just going to feed it. The best thing to do is just delete it, and you'll never hear from. Them. It's like because I'm talking like 0.5 percent of the comments or the likes or the, the, the whatever are that. And the other ninety nine point five percent are people that like this is awesome, right? You know, thank you. Yeah, know, this is cool, right? Well, you're always going to have those keyboard warriors. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what was that? What was that movie I just watched? Uh, key, uh, Guns Akimbo. You know, he I was could, being I, I, I got like ha like three quarters of the way through it, and I fell asleep because I think it was after you were telling me about it. Yeah. It's definitely crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it like. Is that the movie with the guy that has the guns? Yeah, it's on his hand. Daniel, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe from uh, <clears throat> Harry Potter. So, he, uh, so they bolt those. Did you watch it, Matt? No, like, I've only bolt, seen the preview. They, they like, like bolt. So basically, what? Well, yeah, what was it, Darren? He was like went on some forum so, and was so he was on he was on whatever forum and he was just being a freaking troll, and the 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 people that actually ran whatever he was on yeah, came they, to his house 
and put him in, they put him in the and game. And then put him into the game. <laughs> hmm. But but it kind of reminded me, you know, the way it was done, like Scott built uh, Scott Jeff Pilgrim Hogan, versus yeah. the world, yeah. So I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was kind of like a stupid, stupid movie, but it was it was very enjoyable. Hey, hey Joe, do you happen to have one of those merch shirts nearby you can show off for the people? I I I don't, but um, like I'm trying to figure out why you're not wearing yours right now. Yeah, I debated on it. I was figuring like once I could give you guys yours, and then the next the first in person. Oh, okay. The first right. in-person show we did, we could all wear wear our shirts. So, yeah, we're we all different, right? We, all of our shirts uh, are different between the three of us. Darren and I got the same one. Right. Your yours is different. Hey. Um. Don't be hating. Yeah. So but I, think, I do. Uh, I do enjoy his uh his choice of uh, shirts for tonight, though. Yeah. Little, little clockwork little, orange. Little little bit of the old in and out. Uh huh. Little bit of the ultra violence. Mine, mine, mine goes with Memorial Day. A little. Uh... Oh yeah. Speaking of uh, Memorial Day, um, you guys have any? Uh, like I, I know I've had uh, one of my uncles. Um, you know, Chad's dad was uh, in the Navy, and you know he's since passed. And I've had uh, grandparents and things like that. You know, so definitely shout out to all of our servicemen and women who paid that mm-hmm. ultimate sacrifice, and you know we greatly appreciate it. Exactly. I know, um, you know, I know that a lot of people are really, um, they're really, uh, particular about how you talk about Memorial Day versus Veterans Day because, you know, it's Memorial Day is the ones that have paid that sacrifice, right? And Veterans Day is more for the people who have served. So, right. um, you know, regardless, you know, we, th- we thank everybody and, um, you know, I, I, I have you guys have relatives or, or people that were, in the military that have passed yeah my grandfather grandfather yeah yep yeah and i know i know jeff was in the in the army so uh thank you jeff um even though it's a memorial day not veterans day we'll say it anyway but um yeah and and hopefully um as we uh, enjoy our long weekend with looks like to be maybe okay weather we might have some rain and stuff like that but uh yeah, it's um, it is the reason. So, as uh, Darren's sanding his deck and Matt's uh, working on the basement or whatever you're gonna be doing, buddy, and I'm uh, editing clips for this show. <laughs> <laughs> this one'll be Lisa's, easy. Yeah, it's a short one. It shouldn't be that bad, right? No, yeah, it won't be that bad. But um, yeah, it was fun. I mean, we still went hour and fifteen, so still so Not bad. I mean, we're still targeting, hopefully, to do... I think it's... Was it June 5th? Is June 5th two weeks? I think so. Um, Hold on, let me pull up my calendar. Oh. Was it June 5th? Yeah, June 5th. 5th is uh, two weeks. Ooh, that's not good for me. What do you got going on June 5th? Little baby girl Madison turns seven the, that that's, day. That's the 6th. The party's the 6th. But we have like family stuff going on on the fifth. Oh, do you? So maybe yeah. we do um, the Friday after that. Maybe we do a three week break and then we do our own, our first in person. What do you think? So what is the what is the next Friday after that, Darren? Uh, I mean, do we and do we want to do it on a be... do we want to do it on a Friday or do we want to do the in person <clears throat> ones on a Saturday? What do you guys want to do? 
Uh, it would be the 12th on a Friday or the 13th on a Saturday. Yeah, so as we transition so, to the in-person, I mean, what's easier for you guys, Fridays or Saturdays? I mean, probably Saturdays. Because we all, we all work, so it could be – I mean, I know sometimes on a Friday I don't get done working until 5.30 or 6. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, you know, Liz getting home and things like that. So if we did it on Saturday afternoon, you know, then we could uh, hang out before or after. Right. So if you're, like if, you're, if you're watching this, comment down below. Would you rather us do this on Fridays or Saturdays? Um, as we do, uh, you know, we plan on doing the next show or, you know, and shows, you know, in person and starting to do this together instead of over Zoom. So let us know what you think. We'll yeah, work, I'm excited. We'll All right, fellas. Well, um, got a little bit, uh, little bit in left in here. Cheers. Mine's empty. Matt, cheers for your for your water. You guys are empty, so cheers. <laughs> All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Um, yep. Thanks for watching. Thanks thank for you. taking thanks your time for out of your evening. Yes, thank <clears throat> you. And uh, we will see you probably in three weeks, uh, either on the twelfth or thirteenth. I think is what you said, Darren. Yep, the thirteenth um, is a Saturday, so yeah. We'll post on Facebook and Twitter. So if you're not following us on Facebook slash dwb show and then twitter is at dwb show so make sure you're following us um if you're watching this on youtube make sure you're following us on the socials to get our updates and then we'll post um when the next show is going to be here in the next week or two and as we get that figured out and hopefully with uh, without any uh you know craziness we will be able to do it in person for the first time it's it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. We're gonna yes. try to do some uh, either a beer review or a whiskey review or a mix, you know, some kind of drink review in the beginning, um, as well as our uh, our normal topics. And eventually, um, you know, maybe we'll have some be able to have some guests as well. So, uh, speaking of reviews, I uh, I had got that new. I made a post of the uh, beard conditioner and shampoo that I've been oh, using. Oh yeah, yeah, that looked good uh i was very excited to use it so uh, what was that I, called again the name of it uh viking revolution I viking think it was. revolution yeah yeah because um, i i use um the honest amish balm the beard oil and the the balm so i'll use the beard oil every day after i shower and then the balm i'll put in once a week if it's in the winter maybe a little more often get that nice glistening of the beard right and, you know, Matt. Matt's gonna have that back soon. Someday, someday. <laughs> but yeah, I was <clears throat> I was excited to use it. I actually really, really enjoy it. But of course, you know, where's where where is it made? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't even know where the honest Amish stuff is made. I did not look that up. I we'll have to check yeah. that out. So. Well, it says right on there, made in China, and yeah. I'm just like, I'll have to check the honest you know, Amish stuff. You know I think the honest Amish stuff is U.S., but I'm not for sure. But I, but honestly, it was it was a very good price, and uh, I. Did you, did you get it on Amazon? Yeah, you know how you know how much I I get dirty every day, so I I use beard wash and, and conditioner pretty much every day. I mean, you gotta have the beard wash and the conditioner and the lotion for your dry wood. Yes, yes, for your dry wood, you have to have some lotion. You do. Uh-huh. 
yeah, I was just looking to see uh, about us. So Honest Amish, they are Pennsylvania. Awesome. See, I would I would love to be able to find a like a veteran owned uh, company that I could support because you know I used to use that Best Choice Beard uh, products and you know. I love their stuff. I love the scents I got from them, but the last time I ordered from them, you know, it went like two or three weeks and I never heard anything. So I sent the dude an email, never heard nothing. So I mm. filed with PayPal. They sent me back my money and he shipped me double my order within two days. Mm. But why didn't you send me a, you know, an email saying, Hey, yeah. We're running behind, blah, 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 nothing, no, no communication. So I, I want to support, you know, uh, a U.S. based or a, or a veteran owned company. Sure. So if you're out there and yeah. you hear this, let me know if, uh, and, yeah, and I'll if, support you. Yeah. If anybody has any good beard products, grooming, uh, things like that. Yeah. Please put them on uh, Facebook uh, or Twitter and or in the YouTube comments and let us know what you use and we'll definitely look into it and try it out. So um, always looking for for cool stuff like that. So yes. All right. Thanks everybody. We're gonna go ahead and end yep. for now. See you later. <laughs>